Grace podcast and I'm your host Chelsea Grace. So um, I'd like to start off just by saying that I think continuing to work in the customer service industry is going to kill me one day. Like it's getting harder and harder to make it through a day without flipping off someone or telling them to eat my sweaty asshole. Like the other day this lady comes through the drive-thru and I'm all like, hello, it's Chels, like how may I help you? And she's yapping away on her phone, which is on hands-free on full blast. So their entire conversation is blaring into my ears. And the lady driving was like to her friend on the phone, like, oh, sorry, one sec, I have to order my drink. Like as if I was the one inconveniencing her, like sorry, but I don't really want to be here talking to you either, bitch. Like, I'm here to get in and get paid and get out. I don't actually give a rat's ass about your life. Like, hang up the phone, tell me what you want so this can be over quickly and I can go back to eating the crumbs out of the bottom of the muffin trays. So she orders her drink and doesn't even wait for me to give her a total. And then she zooms on up to the window in her little mini Cooper. So... When she comes on up, she's still in the middle of her phone conversation, which, again, is hands-free. So she can, like, pull up her pay app on her phone for me to scan. So she does that, and then she just, like, hangs her arm out the window for me to scan her phone. Except she still hasn't acknowledged my presence because, like, of her super important phone call. And her phone is too dim for the scanner to recognize the barcode. So I'm all, like, trying to talk over her. Like, "Uh, miss, like, your phone is too dark. And she's all like ba 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 to her friend and ignores me completely until I just get like really angry just like I'm all just like flaring up like a case of chlamydia and again I'm like ma'am like excuse me your phone is too dim and the sun is shining on it and it won't scan and she's all like i've never had this problem before just take it inside so i grab her phone i take it inside and then i pull up her phone app and i hang up on her friend and then i re-pull up her her pay app and then i scanned it and handed her stuff and i shut the window and it's actually quite satisfying and I felt like a little bit of a badass you know I do what I can for the community you know teaching assholes a lesson one day at a time but um there's also this one regular guy who comes in every day and fucking sucks and he's old and he uses a walker and one time I held the door open for him just because like I'm a normal polite human being who holds doors open for anyone behind me regardless of who it is and he's all like, I could do it myself just because I'm crippled doesn't mean I can't hold the fucking door open. Like, relax, old man from the hit Disney Pixar production Up. But, like, the beginning before he turned into, like, kind of okay. Um, I would hold the door open even if you were, like, an athletic 24-year-old with, like, impeccable door-opening abilities. Like, Jesus Christ, take a seat on your commode and settle the fuck down. 
So he acts all like independent in the door situation. Then he comes up to the counter, orders his coffee and asks us to serve it to the table. Like, fine, no problem. Then I'll be going about my business, like sweeping the lobby. And he holds his membership card up like he just won a bingo game and is like, yeah, go get me a blueberry scone warmed up on a plate. And like, no, please. No, thank you. And so bad. I just want to like pull out my black girl sass and be like, excuse me. I ain't no waitress, lazy legs. Get your own damn scone. Get out your damn chair and wheel yourself over to the counter. Ask for your damn scone. This ain't the 50s. But my boss made it clear to me that I can't do this because it's rude and sort of racist. So I'm forced to go fetch his stupid scone, which I sometimes lick before giving it to him. And then I watch him eat it with like a hint of satisfaction on my face. That's just um, a few examples of the kind of rudeness I have to deal with. And every time I have to experience these type of people, I always question like my entire life. Like, how did I get here? Why am I working here? Where exactly did I fuck up so horribly that I get such great pleasure from licking people's scones and then watching them eat it. Like, then my mind goes off on all these tangents about starting my own business where I could be my own boss and licking people's food would be, like, acceptable. And then today, I'll, um, I'll, I'm going to share with you some of the um, best business ideas I've come up with in my head. So uh, for a few years uh, now, I've had this grand idea for like a really great business that I don't think exists yet, but I think there'd be like a phenomenal market for it. Um, This idea, I feel, trumps all my other business ideas, but I'm having trouble thinking of a name for it. So I haven't pursued any official plans or anything, but that's okay. Um, So think about it. It's a business where I take on clients who are going through a breakup and I go to their ex's house to get their shit back so they don't have to do it themselves. I mean, like, it's so simple, but it's so brilliant, don't you think? Like, I ran this idea past a couple of people, um, no top-notch business uh, execs yet, but just normal everyday people, and they also thought it was a brilliant idea either that or they're just trying to be nice to me because they see that I'm already sucking at life and they don't want to be the one to like push me over the edge with more rejection. But I don't think that's what it was because there's no way someone could see this as anything more than impressive. So um, I've been planning the logistics of the business in my head uh, for the past couple of years, and I figured that I would charge based on an assessment of the situation. So I would have to meet with my client and get to know like the backstory of what happened, and I would need to ask them a few questions in order to get an idea of a price quote for them, which I would definitely be willing to negotiate my original price quote, um, at least until my business is well-established. Uh, That is so um, I would have to ask a bunch of questions and stuff in order to find out like some of the following information like um, how dangerous is the situation like why did the breakup end was someone cheating or did you barely escape like a highly physical abusive relationship with a man or woman with like a temper beyond control because if it's the second one then I'm going to need to like jack up the price due to liability issues and also I may need to hire extra help for a situation like that also I probably would need to invest in like a taser or pepper spray or like brass knuckles or something like I can't keep carrying around 
a purse full of rocks because that just looks unprofessional. And um, it's also leaving welts on my shoulders. Um, also, I'll probably require like um, a hospital deposit fee um, where if I was hurt and I needed medical assistance, I would um, use your deposit for any medical fees I may incur. Uh, but um, if I make it out safely, then you get it back. You know, it's only fair. Um, I'd also need to know exactly what I'm picking up, like size, weight, quantity of things. Like if it's just your favorite sweater, then obviously the charge won't be too great depending on other factors. Um, if it's something small, I may even do it pro bono for like the experience, you know, exposure and positive word of mouth. But um, if we're talking like televisions, bikes, furniture, like other heavy stuff, then obviously um, it would be far more expensive because I would need to hire some like big, strong men who for an added charge I would consider hooking up with my clients, you know, as a rebound. But um, of course, I would test them out uh, first on my casting couch, which side note, a little side note. If you don't know what a casting couch is, it's um, where hopeful actresses or actors perform sexual favors for directors in order to receive parts in their productions. So, okay, cool. Like, that's always an option for actors. But, like, what about, like, regular-ass people looking for regular-ass jobs, right? Like, why isn't there... A casting couch were like hopeful bank tellers. Like, uh, you know, uh, why do you think you would make a good fit here at Chase Bank, Susan? Like, well, Derek, I'm really good at counting and I have a strong attention to detail. And also, I'm going to suck your dick on this couch that you're sitting on. Like, no, you actually have to answer questions about like your life goals and your past employment experiences and maybe even like provide a police clearance. So I hardly think that's fair. But um, yes, our rate will depend on uh, what I am picking up for you. Um, obviously, another factor would be how far I have to travel. I'm assuming um, at first I'll only be based um, here in my hometown of Windsor. Um, I would be willing to travel as far as Toronto and surrounding areas by car or by plane anywhere further. But um, travel expenses would be added to to your price quote. Um, however, once this business takes off, then I, I hope to hire employees in all major cities across Ontario and hopefully one day at Canada or, or even the world maybe. Um, I would probably also have the option to um, for you to buy insurance uh, if my vehicle or any of my belongings are damaged or stolen in the process of retrieving your stuff, then um, you will be required um, to pay for all damages unless uh, you buy my insurance policy for like 50 bucks or something. So I feel I have a pretty solid uh, foundation as far as ideas. And then I figure... I would always add on side services as well. Like I could provide maybe breakup therapy sessions for an added charge. Um, I feel like I've, uh, I could give some pretty decent advice. Like I've been heartbroken enough to know what people need to hear, or I could offer uh, maybe my wingman services. Um, I'm really good at talking to people. If I know there's no possibility of it ending in sex between him and I, um, if it could possibly end in sex for someone else, then usually I'm a, a fantastic conversationalist because I feel like it doesn't really matter what I say. That's usually when, you know, my best material comes on out of my mouth. I'd also um, be willing for a small fee, uh, willing to sleep with the ugly best friend of the guy or girl my client is aiming to bang if, if that helps them 
get laid. I mean, I'm I'm there for them. Um, I would probably eventually also partner up with some other locally uh, maybe independent businesses as well, such as drug dealers and uh, local breweries in order to uh, provide my clients with substances that can help them through uh, this difficult time that they're facing. And then also on, on the flip side of going to retrieve stuff, I would also be obviously willing to drop stuff uh, back off to your exes as well. Um, if you need something both picked up and dropped off, then obviously you would get a discount um, if it could be done all in the same trip. Um, I think I would also have a reward system as well. Like um, come to me for your first three breakups and receive like half off your next breakup or something like that. Or maybe I'll have like a platinum card for the really fucked up people who get dumped a lot. And those people would get like small little exclusive promotions like a free bottle of Chelsea's homemade wine with the proof of being dumped on a holiday. Or um, like maybe uh, we'll pick up five pounds or under uh, stuff for free. Um, I think that could go over like really well in my mind. Um, Could you imagine if I got like Taylor Swift as a celebrity endorser? Like, she is the ultimate queen of being dumped. I could use her grief and misery to become so fucking rich. Then I'd probably have to relocate to L.A. because my company would be so famous and all the hottest celebrities would want um, me to take them on as a client and then my rates would skyrocket. And people who are nobodies in need of my service wouldn't be able to afford it anymore. But I wouldn't care because I would now be living in L.A. working with like A-list celebs during the day and then partying with black dudes at night until I develop like a severe cocaine addiction and also like a stretch out vagina. And then one day it'll happen just like TLC said it would and don't go chasing waterfalls. I'll just go and take a glimpse in the mirror and they won't recognize my own face. And then I'll have forgotten where I came from. Just like how all those like black rappers say that they're never going to forget where they came from. But I will. I'll forget where I came from. And then I'll try to go back home. But nobody will want to be my friend because now I'm too attractive and I'm high maintenance. And I don't care about seeing photos of your babies. And then I'll have to find myself again, just like in the Hannah Montana movie. So I'll take on a bunch of heartbroken clients back in my hometown and I'll see how much they're hurting and I'll feel empathy for them. And then I'll turn back into a nice, genuine person. And then I'll take on a client um, that I take a very particular liking to because she'll remind me somewhat of myself. Like she's just a city girl who fell in love with a beach town hippie. And then he broke her heart and then I'll go retrieve her stuff back. But then when I go, I'll find out that her ex-boyfriend is the same beach town hippie that broke my heart. And then when we meet again, we'll, we'll and he'll be like, I broke up with her because like I was in love with somebody else. And I'll be like, oh, well, that someone else is a really lucky girl. And he'll be like, that someone else is you, Chelsea. It's always been you. And I'll be like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can let go of the past. And then I'll leave crying. And then one day I'll come into my office and I'll be like, yes, I need your services. You see, I left something at my ex-girlfriend's Chelsea's house. It's my heart. And then I'll run into his arms, he'll pick me up, and we'll kiss, and then we'll be together, like, forever. Anyway, that's what I can kind of see happening, like, if I were to have Taylor Swift endorse this company of mine, but those are just some, like, 
you know, like rough plans, nothing's in concrete or anything, whatever. Um, but my roommates and I were also tinkering around with another idea for another business. Um, we thought it would be a good idea to have like a sparkle truck at gay pride celebrations. It would be like a food truck, but instead, um, we sell sparkles. Um, we'd sell all colors individually and of course pre-mixed bags as well. Or you could customize like your own bag of colorful sparkles. Um, also we would have like an application service as well where, um, we would use like body safe adhesive and an artist would put on the sparkles like all over your body for you. And we'd have like one female artist and maybe two male artists on staff. And the male artists would have like chiseled bodies and would be wearing like very revealing clothing, if any at all, to draw in like the gay male customers. Um, the female artist would be wearing Doc Martens and a snapback hat because, um, you know, uh, so, uh, you can select from any like pre-made list of, uh, different shapes, which would, um, include like hearts, butterflies, and obviously rainbows, or for slightly higher price, we can design like an original piece for you as well. Like we're totally down for that. Um, we'd also have like a street team who would leave the truck and, you know, go promote the business by handing out small free bags of sparkles, which of course would be hypoallergenic and they'd be wearing like long jackets with only a jock strap underneath. And then the inside of the jacket would be equipped with like larger bags of sparkles for sale. So if you like like our free sample and need more bling, then our street team associate would just like open up his jacket for you to not only choose your sparkles, but get like a nice peek at his package um we probably um also branch out and sell handcrafted items covered in sparkles as well like sunglasses thongs booby tassels and like other imperative gay pride items such as that and of course um i will not have uh learned my lesson from the taylor swift um endorsing my breakup business thing and i'll try to get uh, the queen of glitter herself Kesha to help us out and it'll be um it'll be a very safe work environment for her no one will try to sexually abuse her because the male staff will be gay so I think I think that would be really good for her considering all the the turmoil she's been going through lately but I think that that could be a an okay idea maybe um, I also had a, a grand idea for a business that is both pleasurable, efficient, and useful. And um, that would be a naked cleaning service. So men or women, depending on your preference, will come into your home or office and clean it in the nude. Uh, personally, I think this um, could not only be very uh, profitable, um, but has lots of other added benefits as well. So if you allow me to explain, um, in today's society, like people are lazy. So there's always a need for a cleaning service. But why can't we make those boring tasks fun with like a little bit of nudity, right? Like it would make people very happy and get them excited about cleaning. And maybe if people were more excited about cleaning, then our planet would have a better chance of surviving. Um, what with all like the excitement and horny people all jazzed up about cleaning it will help to tidy the earth up. So really this business would be, would be saving the earth if you really think about it. Um, 
Also, my Nanking cleaning service um, provides a nice treat to my clients. Um, I'm assuming uh, most of my clientele would be rich people who are trapped in sad, loveless marriages. So having a hot um, housekeeper prancing around the house would be a nice change of scenery to look at instead of like your shitty husband or nagging wife. And maybe my service would even help to fix that shit marriage because if you think about it, The hot maid would turn my clients on so much that they had no choice but to have sex with their significant other. And maybe this will maybe relight an old flame on a candle that burned out but still remained on the mantle because even though it's not lit, it still looks nice, right? Um, My business uh, is also wonderful for the growth and development of children. Because if you think about it, um, having a hot housekeeper would show children that um, looks don't actually get you everywhere and that um, if they did that these hot people wouldn't be cleaning houses for a living Um, it'll also teach children to have more pride in their bodies and you know to not be ashamed of what's underneath their clothes and also it's good for my employees because they won't need to spend any money on like a uniform which is nice and it would be nice to have a bit of extra time in the morning to sleep in where normally you would be picking out your outfit for work and getting yourself dressed So, therefore, my employees would be very well rested and would have more energy to give you a uh, deeper cleaning experience. I would would obviously not be one of the cleaners due to the fact that um, the only sort of shape um, I'm in is in a a love triangle between myself, uh, Harrison Ford, and Daniel Craig. And even then, um, that triangle only exists in my mind. Uh, no, I would be uh, the madame of the business. Um, I, would, uh, I wouldn't I would work from home. I would have a place with like a storefront and everything where um, I'd handle all the business. And I would train all my employees there like through an extensive cleaning program that will challenge them physically, mentally, and probably sexually as well. And I'd make, um, I'd make them do drills like where they had to mop in like a perfect figure eight motion around a few pylons without knocking them over and Maybe like I'll spill a few different types of liquid on a couple different types of surfaces. And not only will they have to identify what the stain is, but figure out the correct products to use to get it out. And whoever can do it the fastest gets a bonus. So it'll be intense. And like not everybody will, will make it past training. And I don't mean this like they won't get a job. I mean like they might die. That's how serious I'll I'll take this business. So um, at this location, I'll also have a few girls and guys on hand. So if anybody needs a last-minute cleaning job, they can come on by and peruse my staff and maybe choose the one they want. I might even have some of them stand in the window with, like, provocative outfits on, maybe holding, like, a duster over his dick or something. If if interested, they'll come in and, and we can negotiate a price. And depending on um, how big their house is and how um, deep of a cleaning they want and um is there any nasty stains um there's a lot of factors that can play into price i don't know i think i think it would work i mean given the chance between fully clothed maids and fully nude nude maids um i think the choice is pretty obvious here Uh, i also always wanted to start my own dildo company um i just think it would be like a really fun job i figured uh i could have different lines of dildos with different themes like uh i'd have a whole line called discreet 
And it would be just a bunch of dildos that come in cases that look like everyday household items. Like uh, that way you don't need to worry so much about hiding it from your dad or your husband or your dog or whatever. So I could have like a dildo that looks like a lint roller because like who really uses a lint roller? Nobody. Who has a lint roller? Everybody. Everybody has one, but nobody really uses it. Therefore... It wouldn't be weird to see one laying around someone's house, but you aren't going to go and touch it. Um, another good example would be like a, like a moldy hot dog bun. Like nobody really wants to touch a moldy hot dog bun because mold is terrifying. Therefore, it makes the perfect incognito dildo. Uh, others would include like cucumber, dustbuster, perfume bottle, old stereo remote, and um, for the uh, wide set ladies, wooden baseball bat. Um, other Lines of dildos could be like celebrity dildos where different celebrity uh, faces would be screen printed onto your dildo and would come with a button where when you press it, it would be like a message pre-recorded by that celebrity or uh, maybe a clip from one of their movies or something. Um, I would obviously um, have a glow-in-the-dark line because sometimes when you get horny in the middle of the night, you go to reach for your dildo and you can't find it because it's dark. And then so you go to turn on your light. But then you see yourself in the mirror and you look like a bag of shit that was passed around to like different species. So you don't even really know what kind of shit it is. Like it's it's like a shit roulette. And then the sight of your own unattractiveness turns you off and you don't even want to touch yourself anymore because you think you can do better. So you just go to sleep instead where um, if you had a glow in the dark dildo, um, you'd be able to find it without having to turn the light on. And this whole thing could have been avoided. But uh, once my business is well established, I'd probably have like a build your own dildo class just to just to be able to reach out to the community, you know, get people more involved and and more active. Uh, I think I would also make custom dildos like you can bring in a photo of whoever or whatever you want and I can print it onto any uh, one of our dildos for you. I think that would make a really nice uh, personalized gift it's better than, you know, those uh, engraved photo frames anyway. Uh, I don't know. That's just uh, another idea I had. Maybe I'll look deeper into it. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, I was once fully convinced that I was going to buy a food truck and start my own donut business. Um, the only thing really stopping me was the fact that I didn't know how to make donuts. So uh, I gave it a whirl and I ended up like severely burning my hands and staining the ceiling with grease and my donuts fell apart along with my dreams. And I'd probably be like 500 fucking pounds if I had my own donut business anyway. Like gas alone would be too much of an expense if I had to drive my fat ass around in a donut truck. Um, I also really, uh, for a while, wanted to start a dirty panty business after watching Orange is the New Black. And if you haven't seen it, it's a business where the inmates wear panties around for a few days and then they sell them to perverts who collect dirty panties. But then I remember that um, I barely ever wear underwear unless it's like a windy day or I have plans to hang upside down. So uh, I figured I probably wouldn't make any real money from that. But, um, hey, at least I can dream, right? Uh, maybe one day I'll meet, like, a super hot, super rich businessman and he can fund all of these businesses for me. Then I'll be, like, filthy rich but unhappy because my husband is probably cheating on me with the maid from my own cleaning business. And the maid will probably be a man because 
Oh, you know, it's me. But alas, um, as always, I'm I'm here to make you feel better about yourself when Chelsea Grace problem at a time. And until next time, see you later, guys. Time to wake up. Zach. <laughs> I'm done. I'm gonna go take a shit in your bed. I'm gonna shit in your bed. And then I'm gonna fart in all your Tupperware containers. And I'm going to take a big booger and put it on your ribs. Wake the fuck up. I think you may be dead. Zach. Oh my god. Hello. Hello. Oh, he's snoring. I'm done. <laughs> How long has it been recording? Oh. There's like two minutes of me trying to wake you up. Uh. <laughs> oh man, I was gone. <laughs>